Hello and welcome to another episode of Hawks and Handsaws. It's us, the people that do this. And today we're talking about Fast and Furious 5. If you've been uh, tuning into our episodes up to this point, you may notice we did not do 1 through 4. We have never talked about Fast and Furious, and we are starting with number 5. So, uh-huh. did, Makes did you watch this movie? Makes total sense to me, as a matter of fact. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. Did you watch this movie, Eric? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I did. Are you, are, are are you, you asking are me you if I did my homework? With, are, you, are you happy with this choice? No, it was the easy <laughs> one-two punch. <laughs> <laughs> Am I happy that I went through the process of watching this film? I mean, yeah. I'm not unhappy. I, I think it's a, <laughs> it's about the affair I expected, you know? Actually, okay. maybe even slightly better. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. To give some background to this experiment, um, there was a YouTube video I watched about this guy saying he thought Fast and Furious was dumb and stupid and all about underground street racing. And then a friend convinced him to watch the later one starting with around five, where it stops becoming stops being an underground racing movie and starts being a criminal group of people that use the power of, in his words, car foo to solve their problems and be <laughs> criminals. And that intrigued me. So I'm like, hey, I should try that. And then a couple of years passed and I was tired of Eric dragging me into stuff. So I'm like, Eric, you're going to watch this terrible thing <laughs> with me because <laughs> it's my turn. So My right turn out. to drag you into things. But, yeah, but in contrast to what Eric drags me into, <laughs> mine was kind of not good. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was better than you expected. So what did you expect out of this movie? Yeah, I mean, based on some of the recent trailers I saw for Fast and the Furious, I don't even remember which one it was, like 8 or something like that, where this car drove off a bridge and like pulled the Tarzan on this cable or something. And I was like, what is going <laughs> on? That is so, I mean, you've got to suspend like every disbelief you've got going on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I, I remember watching the very first Fast and the Furious a long time ago. I was pretty young at the time. It had only recently mm -hmm. come out, I think, but. I didn't really do it for me. I wasn't intrigued by the, uh, I don't know, the, the racing, the attitudes around the racing of the people. You know, it's all this machismo stuff. It just wasn't yeah. my jam. And uh, anyway, so that's kind of what I was expecting. But this was a little bit better in that it, wasn't all just mindless racing. I, I could see the the car foo to mm -hmm. help them be criminals because this this whole one was really just a heist film. That's all it was. Yeah, and heist films are fun. Heist so. films are fun. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I watched it again. I have apparently seen this, or at least seen a good chunk of it somewhere somehow. Um. 
and I was actually feeling a little bit let down <laughs> by this rewatching. So it did not meet my expectations that I had for it. I'm really curious um, what, to know what expectations you had. <laughs> um, I, I don't know either now. Um, I think it's because like I've been on a, a Tom Cruise kick of the late of like Top Gun Maverick and I've been watching the most recent Mission Impossibles where like cool stuff, cool stunts and I'm like just having a great time with that. Oh, and I guess like the new Bond movie also kind of hit that same note. So I was going back to these of like, yeah, these are just going to be like cool car stunts, cool stuff. And they did have some. They sure. honestly did have some cool cars, cool car but, stunts. But everything you've listed movie. is like classy car stunts. You know, we're yeah. talking Bond. Yeah. We're talking Mission yeah. Impossible. We're, yeah. This is this is mindless summer flick. <laughs> yep. Yes, I, uh, I I was wrong, and you are correct. <laughs> but that's that's what I was coming into this with. Of like, hey, maybe maybe there's some goodness. Nope, nope, nothing. It's just it's insanity. So I have several gripes with the movie, and I have several like <laughs> that was pretty cool. So uh, list a couple gripes of yours, I guess, and things you think are cool. So let's start with the opening scene. Uh huh. We're, we're carrying over from assuming Fast and Furious 4, where uh, Dominic Toretto is on a prison transfer bus, bus. in the middle of nowhere. Because that that's has where prison no transfer buses are. at all. <laughs> exactly. Some of the most wanted <laughs> criminals of all time. No escort, just some random rickety old bus. And then our, our main <laughs> characters show up using their cars and their car food to, to juke the bus into crashing itself. <laughs> so pretty cool. Yeah. And then the filmmakers kill decide everybody to on board. <laughs> really flip a bus and they flip it hard and that thing gets destroyed. And as you mentioned, everybody's dead. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> like, there's no question. One, it looks super cool. And two, everybody's dead. But then helpful news exposition guy shows up and says, everybody miraculously survived the bus crash on highway whatever. Like, yeah, okay, sure they did. And nobody escaped except for Dominic Toretto because, you know, they were that in control of the situation. Uh -huh. Yeah, all the other prisoners yeah. are like, we should probably stay because they'll just add time <laughs> onto our sentences. That's okay. It's, we're... We're not opportunists. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll just stay here with my uh, multiple spine fractures, head injuries, <laughs> just <laughs> bleeding everywhere. I'll, I'll just stay buckled up on, on this bus. Um, yeah, whatever. So at this point, I started to have, like, I don't know, I started to have doubts. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I think my expectations are not going to get hit because they started skipping around from point A to point B, you know, we drove real fast. The bus flips off sometimes and then everything's fine. Don't worry about it. We're skipping ahead several steps and that's, that's the thing. And that, that happened a few times. So the bus flipping was cool though. I really enjoyed mm -hmm. watching a bus flip. That's a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was practical. I could tell. I appreciated it. 
but I, <laughs> I just don't think they knew what they were doing about how, how destructive it was. So this is the opening to the movie. And then I honestly don't remember how we get from point A to point B after this. But I know there's something about like it skips to uh <laughs> I I really don't know any of the characters' names, but Yeah, Don, who's Vin Diesel, and then you got Paul Walker who plays The other dude, right? The other dude, yeah. The yeah, other dude the other and his wife who's the sister and the Yeah. You got it, yeah. In the family. Yeah. The family. Family. The family. family here. It's all about family. family. <laughs> yep. Really dysfunctional family. The most messed anyway, up of families, yes. So it skips to them in some, I don't know, South America? It was Brazil, right? Okay, it was Brazil. Okay, yeah, okay. I think so, because so, I had like, the, big, uh, the big Christus statue all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every, okay, so every it was other Brazil. like landscape right, shot right. was like yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're in Brazil. So I was right, South America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're, you're right so far. You're doing great. Yeah, it's doing great. We're in Brazil. It's the two of them in the car, and I kept wondering like how they're getting cars to these exotic places. Like that's so difficult to transport vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not you know what i mean yeah. like you have to get it on a ship or something anyway that was beside the point but they were moving those cars around pretty pretty easy oh totally it's, especially yeah. when they're trying to fly under the radar <laughs> i always drive a very limited edition custom mustang <laughs> and i'm a bald <laughs> guy who wears a white tank top and no matter where i am or where i go that's well, his I was a. I thought his was like a Challenger or something, wasn't it? Oh, I guess he did go to a Challenger. I thought it switches between like a Mustang and a Challenger. I don't remember. It was black, like a. It was a Challenger black. for sure. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. doesn't matter. So they're the two of them, Paul Walker and his girl. They're driving around, and they stop by some dude, and they get threatened by people with guns. And he's like, "Oh no, come on in. We're glad you made it." And then there's the thing with the whole his girl oh, yeah. talking to the other girl. It's like. He does. Does he know yet? And, and you get the idea that oh, she's pregnant, and of course she's pregnant because only another woman would know, and whatever. That's kind of an absurd way to <laughs> find out. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, then somehow they meet up with Dom along the way. But the guy they're staying with, you get the idea that there's some sort of weird trust issues and. No, no, no. This part I remember. Now that you got me here, yeah. So the dude's like, hey, you guys need cash and I've got a job. I've got a job for you. You need to go get some cars off a train or whatever. Right? Yeah. And yeah. so they go they go do the uh the train heist. So we, we skip several steps and now we're just train heisting. And so they're on the train, Paul Walker and wife hanging out on the train and like, all right, it's time. And they do some real slick sleight of hand thievery stuff because that's what they do. Mm-hmm, Ex-cop mm-hmm. and car thief can do up close and personal sleight of hand. Goodness. So sure. Why not? Anyway, they get the key code for the train conductor because the train conductor has the code to the special locked 
compartment of very valuable vehicles that they got from criminals. Yeah, right. I don't know where it doesn't cars. quite make sense, but they get in there. Oh yeah, no, it was put... it was the uh, the dudes' cars, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the big uh, the big bad. underworld, but super rich dude in Brazil. Yeah, yeah, and so then they pull up the custom car unloader truck from trains truck, like this specially built thing for it, which was actually kind of neat. Um. And so they, they cut a beautiful hole in the side of the train. Like, just... These movies make cutting through metal look so easy. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> it would take a while. It's beautiful. These aren't lightsabers, people. Anyway, they, they cut a car-sized hole in the side of the train. No problem. And they start ripping cars up. But on this special truck thing comes Toretto. Vin Diesel, he, he makes like an epic entrance or whatever, and he's like, hey, I'm here on this job too, for some reason. And then mid-job, <laughs> he's like, change of plans, wait for the signal to uh, to Paul's wife. And then they make His a big sister. deal about her getting in the important car, and then, the, then she gets in the car, and then she drives away. I, I was waiting for the signal. I didn't see one, <laughs> but well, I think it was presumably because they figured out that everything went awry. Like they're like, we're just gonna get the car from him later. Whisper, whisper. We've got our own side plans. We're gonna, you know, do whatever. Because presumably those were the big mob boss dudes guys, right? And right. anyway, that all doesn't go down. So they end up at the fight, and then all the chasing, and the bad guys, and the bridge, and the thing, and the Boom, bash, bang, and cool boom, stuff, and, and then we don't really know what happens by the end. But Totally. All <laughs> that did happen. But why did Vin uh, Diesel yeah, decide? Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. <laughs> but why, why change plans? Like, they were acquiring the cars for a buyer. The buyer was the criminal guy. Why not just go through with the plan and get the money and go? Like, what, what's up with Vin Diesel being like, God, change the plan? He had no idea. He had no idea what was going on. He, he's just doing random crap, and he almost got everybody killed, and nobody got paid because he didn't want to do the job. He was suspicious of the other guys, so they were going to undercut him, and they weren't going to get paid. That's my mm, guess. I, I didn't. I didn't get enough foundation for that. I guess it could totally blindsided me. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Why is everybody trying to kill each other now? Um. So later. They they call in the, the U.S. government calls in Hobbs to investigate this situation, which is played by The Rock, pretending to be as beefy as possible, and With is never fiction. in a scene where he's not perspiring. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> he's just walking around and he's just soaked in sweat, you know, looking real angry about everything. I'm like, okay, dude. And uh, the the moral high ground is that Dominic and Paul or whatever, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker, did not shoot those DEA agents or whoever they were. Even though they were part of the criminal crew doing the thing, they were not the ones who pulled the trigger. Therefore, just saying, guys, we're, we're good. Don't worry about us. 
we, we, we decided not to be on the bad guy team 10 seconds before those guys walked in. Therefore, we're, we're in the clear. They're good guys. We're good guys now. Don't worry about it. <sighs> anyway, then they decide these people wanted this car for some reason. Let's find out why. And so they start ripping this car apart, which, again, great, great observation because, of course, they, they paid lots of money to steal these cars from the train. So, I mean, yes, they want the cars. It was so dumb. This whole movie was so dumb. The dumbness got to me. It really did. I, I was thinking I had more of a plot than this. Like, I wasn't expecting much, but this this got to me so bad. But anyway. I don't want to go through the rest of the movie. Let's hit the highlights. Hobbs shows up, gets a cop that's pretty, but also can't be bought. That That's the real reason or whatever. But by the end of the movie, she's totally flipped teams and becomes a career criminal <laughs> and hangs out with Vin Diesel. <laughs> so yeah, good she's for like, her. Dom's my man because yeah. he knows me. He knows who the pain I've gone through. And he didn't shoot those guys. He's not a bad guy. <laughs> anyway, there's that. The Rock is the Rock, and then he has a grudging respect for him, and whatever. They they swindle the evil bad guy by raiding one of his money houses and burning it Joker style, and that gets him scared. So he puts all of his money in one place in a police station, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, they go in and they steal the entire safe from the police station and have an admittedly pretty cool looking chase scene when they're dragging a safe and the safe is just smashing through stuff. Looked this pretty was cool. my dumb part. <laughs> Still looked pretty cool. And then uh, I, I was doing a quick cop count about how many cops they killed on this little escapade. And I'm like, all right, we're up like 50, 60 cops dead on this little heist. <laughs> but there's a throwaway line of like, every dirty cop is on your tail right now. Because you're right. Every cop who shows up to the police station to protect the thing He's that dirty. the police chief says to protect. He's a dirty cop. It's got to be. I, I doubt it. I, I really doubt it. But whatever. Oh, no. The only <laughs> clean one was the girl. It's true. And she dropped her whole police career to be a criminal in like three days so get on her yeah she's clean yep <laughs> she's totally. the most resilient moral high all. ground <laughs> anyway all the cops are dead the bad guy is going ah i'm a bad guy oh the bad guy does kill hobbs team because uh yeah they're, yeah. they're, they're a very intelligent team um, when, when you're in an alleyway, very small confined space in cars with the enemy surrounding you on all sides and there's RPGs, one, you should have had armored cars for every car. That's dumb, but you didn't. And two, when you're outnumbered and outgunned and there's literally like five of you, don't get out of the cars. <laughs> don't get out of the armored car. Yeah. <laughs> just stay inside. Okay, everybody. Okay. Drive away. Just, just drive away. <laughs> That's yeah. your only chance to survive. Anyway, Hobbs' team died. And so Hobbs casually shoots the dude on the ground because that's what real law enforcement does. Policemen do. Just, yeah. 
executes people on the street because <laughs> oh in a, in a foreign country too yeah yeah, yeah. totally not yeah. an issue not not a big deal at all everybody's cool with it just took out half the police force of the city <laughs> started executing criminals on the street his entire team's dead and he let the other criminals that he was sent to catch get away with a hundred plus million dollars and he's just going to go back to his desk job that night. Like, mm-hmm. everything's fine. His boss doesn't mind. Everybody's cool. <laughs> well, he didn't let them get away. He thought that they I'll uh, give you 24 hours to Reddo. Well, okay, that part he let them get away, yes. But yeah. not with the money. He thought they were leaving no. the money behind. That's and fair. That was the big uh, switcheroo. The reveal. Did it, did it get Which you? Which was... A ridiculous. <laughs> we magically slid those safes onto the back of this truck while driving. <laughs> that whole safe sequence, like, I was, I was relatively on board with like how it was going on. Like, yeah, okay, most of it's getting ridiculous, but they're going through the plans, they're following the plans, <laughs> and and then they have this they rip a safe out of a wall with rubber tires. <laughs> eight what? rubber tires. Uh-huh. There were eight yeah. of them. Yeah. Unless those things had cleats on them. <laughs> like, they no spun way. out for a while. It was real hard. Did you not see how hard Which those makes it less effective. <laughs> <laughs> like the more you spin out, the less friction you have. <laughs> Because your traction is being burned off. But then they they shifted into a higher gear probably or something. Oh, yeah, that did it. Yeah. Totally can rip it out of a concrete wall. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And then they're they're going around (laughs) like with this safe. Which you know weighs more than those stupid cars. <laughs> but they're just whipping this thing around. And of course, it only ever whips around where they want it to whip around and takes out the things they want it to take out. Wipes out cars, no problem, when it's swinging to the side. But of course, the cars pulling it don't even fishtail from. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. <laughs> like, it would like, your car would go sailing. <laughs> <laughs> but they must have amazing tires. They keep see, traction at all times. These are custom cars. Custom <laughs> for this job. The best the best crew. <laughs> so did did you see the swap coming though? Oh, of course. Yeah, like they weren't going to leave yeah. the money behind. Okay. I don't know how they did it, but I'm like they did something. And of course, it wasn't. You're nobody is. I was gonna say smart enough, but I think the appropriate version is nobody's dumb enough to predict. <laughs> oh yeah, well obviously, when they were going along, they had a you know like a semi truck come underneath in between them, and they were able to hand it off and then reattach a fake one on, you know, and that's how they did it. Nobody in their right mind would have come up with that as a solution. Well, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> In that specific <laughs> scenario. Well, somebody but you did, would have figured out they did a swap somewhere. Okay, okay. All right, cool. 
But that, yeah. that's the scene that got you then. Just the, yeah, that the whole, cars in the, the safe. whole safe dragon behind. Like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, yeah, that was that was my main my main beef. The rest of it was like I wasn't expecting good good writing or whatever. They they were very uh Italian job the most most of the time right the whole thing was pretty sure. much Italian job you're doing a heist that even instead of taking the money they like move the whole vault that was mm-hmm. a big Italian job thing um, and getting away with the cars and planning it out like even beforehand they had the course that they set up and they're timing it in between mm-hmm. like that's that's all Italian job yeah um so, which is kind of fun. You know, I enjoyed the Italian job. Um, I only saw parts of the original Italian job, but the remake with uh, Mark Wahlberg and Charlize Theron, that was, that was fun. Um, sure. yeah. So they, they took a lot of inspiration, I think. And so you could see that going on. I was like, okay, cool. They're, they realize they've got parameters, they've got difficulties, and they're surmounting those difficulties, you know, as they come up with some solutions here and there Mm -hmm. um some of them were a little dumb like what was the handprint like they're supposed to get his handprint oh yeah the worst yeah they got it off of bathing suit fabric my foot Mm -hmm. like you're not gonna get anything off of bathing suit fabric (laughs) 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 no stinking way yeah. Uh, so uh <laughs> that was the the Gal Gadot scene where she gets to walk all slow motion like in her swimsuit towards the bad guy, which is mm-hmm, again mm-hmm. the Fast and Furious classic. And the bad guy's like, ah, Gal Gadot, of course. Let me grab her <laughs> on the swimsuit. <laughs> and that was a perfect enough handprint, like a full, full handprint from bottom of the palm to tips of the fingers, pristine handprint off to of him just kind of biosecure biometric security yeah just grab just grabbing a swimsuit attached to a person at the time yeah nope never would have happened never and then the ease with which they uh stole three or four police cars <laughs> like, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> and they had enough time to like pull up next to each other and they're like hey well, we're here. <laughs> let's talk through all our windows here. Nobody's coming to get us. Let's uh, see. We got several street lights, and it's dark, and it's late, and there's nobody on the roads. Let's do a drag race, guys. Because, <laughs> you know, we're not trying to get away from the cops sneakily or anything like that because we're stealing their cars. Look, we already drove like three blocks away. Like, we're, we're good. <laughs> They'll never find us. <laughs> Yeah. Every police I mean, car I'm aware of has tracking on it in yeah. multiple ways. And I was hoping it would have at least a throwaway line of like, yeah, took out that low jack or whatever. Nope. Nothing. Just walk into the parking lot, grab them, and leave. It's okay. It's <laughs> Brazil. These. It's it's Brazil. Oh, no, it's Brazil. These yeah. were nice sports car versions of the cop cars. Like, these are the high class ones, but. Yeah, yeah. We're, I'm pretty sure they were just like ours, the Chargers, right? Yeah, still. Uh, yeah. 
pretty funny. <laughs> and like, this is what the movie does. It, it makes it so easy to do these things. If it's related to cars, it doesn't matter what it is. These people are the best at it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that's all there is to it. And it's like, there's no question. Like can four guys sneak into a police station and steal four police cars without any issue at all? Yes, they can. Yes, because they're cars. Because they're the best and they have full power over cars. Somehow, some way. Which is why the traction thing works with the safe. Because it doesn't matter that the safe weighs at least 20 times as much as those cars do. (laughs) They have power (laughs) over the cars to make them super powerful. Yep, yep, yep. Which is why... Dominic Toretto always wins a race, even when they're driving four identical police cars. He's able to yeah. shift it faster, faster <laughs> than anybody else can on a straightaway. Because that's how that works. Yep. Yeah. Well, actually, he didn't anyway. win anyway. Well, he could have. Because he, he let yeah, yeah. That Paul Walker mm-hmm. win. He let yeah. him win. Let him win. Wink, wink. He let of course he did. Why, of course, of course, whatever. So, <laughs> it's trivia time. Gosh dang it. Trivia. Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> so, Fast and the Furious is apparently the new Land Before Time. What? Meaning they have so many movies in Fast Correct. and the Furious. Mm-hmm. Well... All of the films currently in Fast and the Furious um, that are out right now as including the spin-off films, so not like in the main lineup. We've got... So you've got the main lineup and the spin-off films. If you were to take all the ones that are currently out, including... And then also add on to it... Sorry, I'm trying to make this as complicated as possible. And add on to it the... uh, (laughs) the announced films okay so ones that have already been out and the announced films for the main lineup of films and the spin-offs how many fast and furious films total okay so there's 10 mainline with the 10th being announced not actually out so it's fast and furious 1 through 10 and then you've got two spinoffs I'm aware of. That's Tokyo Drift and Hobbs and Shaw. But I think there's at least two more spinoffs announced somewhere. So I'm going to go. Well, I think there was also like a Fast and Furious like animated version or something. on Something weird. So let's go 15. 15 films. 15. That's pretty close. That's pretty close. Um, it's 14 from what I'm looking at, which is Wikipedia, which is never wrong. Never? 14. Dang it, it was 14. I, I counted an extra spinoff because I thought maybe there was one. I should have. <sighs> not too bad, not too bad. It. Although you did say Tokyo Drift was a spinoff. It was actually part of the main line. That was, was the third one. Okay. Yep. That I'm missing one somewhere, <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so currently we've got Fast X, or Fast and the Furious 10, which will be coming out uh, in May of this year. But there is also an untitled 11th film in the works. 
Okay. Um, and then the spinoffs, there was Hobbs and Shaw, and mm-hmm. they're going to have a – there's a, a Hobbs and Shaw sequel and then a yep. possible female-led film. Okay. Obviously. Obviously. I like that, that they the call theme. it a female-led film as if that should be the primary descriptor. That is the selling point these days. <laughs> Did you know that our movie has women in it? And they take like a lead role. It's revolutionary. Like, doesn't that in and of itself make you sound so (sighs) terrible? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I would say yes, with the one exception, if it's thematically appropriate for the movie then it's okay maybe i suppose yeah like but just are, just the mere we're f- making a film about you know the women's suffrage movement and we've got the best actresses mainlining you know this this movie you know we've got this person this person you know female director female led women's suffrage you know like it, it matches the theme of the thing for sure, people. sure 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 but when it's you Ghostbusters, go through, but girls. <laughs> Ghostbusters, <laughs> Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eight. But Ocean's Eight, uh, Fast so and Furious. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's just so much like, here, come and watch the same thing that you've already seen before, but we're going to have girls do it. Why don't you just make a film and do it well and if they're all girls great but don't advertise it as being all girls and Mm -hmm. make their own movie rather than try and have them redo something that was already a male-led thing that people love because you're dooming them from the outset you know it's never going to surpass the original and so you're just going to make people hate that movie and feel like they have an excuse to hate women for the same reason, you know? Like, no, <laughs> this is counterintuitive to what you're trying to do. Just make a good movie with women in yeah. it. Don't, <laughs> that's all. That's, that's Just, all you need. I know it, <laughs> That may sound like a ludicrous proposition to just make a good movie, but don't try to sell it as a woman movie. You just sell it as a movie. And it just so happens to have women in it. And if it's good, great. You did your job. Yeah. People go watch it and they'll like it. And they won't try and compare it to stuff that they've already seen yeah. and know and love. Yeah. 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 Anyway. All right. Let's get back to Fast and Furious for another five minutes. And then we're going to veer off the tracks. Fast and the Furious, I- five minutes. Five minutes gone in 60 seconds. A better film than that was different. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, a couple of the gripes. The dialogue in this movie, I feel like every line was a cliche and (laughs) like stereotypically delivered, if I can say it that way. Sure. And it was really starting to bother me by the one hour mark of everybody <laughs> saying, of course you'd say the cliche thing in this moment. Like, uh, 
Does, does nobody have anything creative to say, like, ever? This is uh, ridiculous. How about, how about the end sequence? <laughs> when you find out what happened to everybody after they all succeeded, and you got the Asian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what was he, like, driving off into the sunset with Gal Gadot on his lap, like, making yeah. out with him while he's driving? <laughs> like, Why not? Really? Really? Okay. I, I oh, have man, to I'm pretty it. sure I had that dream when I was 14. That was such a good dream. Let's put it in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so cool. <laughs> Not to mention yeah. that out of the two of them, Gal Gadot's character was the better driver. Why is he the one driving? <laughs> well, in the Fast and Furious universe, he's actually in Tokyo Drift and dies in that movie. So this number five comes before number three in the timeline. Don't worry about it. That's why they had a mention of like, yeah, maybe I'll go like to Tokyo. We're like, we're going to go to Tokyo, aren't we? He's like, yeah, we'll get there eventually. You know, that whole throwaway line. That's because he goes to Tokyo and he dies (laughs) in Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious 3. But he is supposedly... A really good teacher. He's like the uh, the sensei for. Oh, I thought okay. it was Paul Walker's character, the younger. I could be wrong. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Um. So he's supposed to be really good at driving, but yeah, in this particular movie, Gal Gadot. You said Gal Gadot. Would you say it's Gadot? Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Is it's... a better driver. Yes. But yeah. She's totally making out with him while he's driving at like very fast speeds. Because why not? So and every 15, 14 year old watching this is like, yes, that's what I that want out of life. Yeah. The, the, uh, the two guys that go to the casino. That was a funny moment. I don't like, remember the casino. So again, the the epilogue. They take their ten million. One guy puts it on red on the oh. roulette table. And the other guy's like, "No, no, no! You don't bet ten million on red. You bet it on black." <laughs> <laughs> and so they're watching it. And it implies it's the uh, the double zero, the green one. So they both lost all their money in one go, just immediately. <laughs> it was kind of funny. That made me laugh. Those two and characters her, were amusing. Know. They were amusing. I guess they were the most unique characters out of everybody because yeah. one was like an optimist and one was just complaining the entire time. It was kind of funny. And they weren't yeah. like overly handsome either. Like they're just kind of goofy looking guys. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about them. They're, they're good characters. Everybody else looks like a, looks like a model in the movie. Yep. Besides Vin Diesel. Because he's just Vin Diesel. <laughs> but everybody else is a model. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I liked it less than I thought, and uh, the the original thing was, hey, we should watch all of these from five onwards. <laughs> I no longer think that's a good idea. Um, could you I, make it that long? I don't know. I'm like 25 minutes into Fast and Furious Six. And, oh wow! Uh, you made it a lot farther than I did. It's already it's it, it is so bad already. They're chasing Shaw, not played by Jason Statham. 
different Shah, apparently. Okay, um, okay. And uh, <laughs> Hobbs recruits him. He's like, hey, guys, these guys are car fooists. We need car foo experts to fight them. And so they get everybody out of retirement to go fight Shaw in London with cars. So they're, <laughs> they're, they're driving and uh, Shaw has like super cool ramp cars or whatever. And he's like flipping cars on the people. And everybody's like, ah, oh. I'm like, hey, that's from Condor Man. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Where you have a car that's a ramp. Like he even presses the button to like make the ramp extend. I'm like this is just Condor Man at this point. I've seen this. It's hilarious. Um, at one point, a bad guy's in a SUV. He kicks out the back window, and he's got a grenade launcher. And I'm like, <laughs> this is problematic for our heroes in the three cars behind this guy. What are they going to do? So he shoots him, and he nails the first car on the hood, then the second car on the hood, then the third car kind of like on the front bumper area with these devices with lots of flashy lights. And I'm like, what, what are they, what, what, what are you doing there? <laughs> then they start going, beep, 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 beep. and I'm like, oh, they're timed explosives. Because sure. a regular RPG launcher wouldn't have been more effective. <laughs> they're, they're timed explosives. I have to embed them in the car first, and then they have lots of flashlights. Then they explode. I get it. Nothing happens. When the lights finish counting up and they like change to red and I'm like, what, what's going on here, guys? <laughs> I'm so lost. And then bad guy puts down his grenade launcher and pulls out a tablet. And in the tablet, he can see the three cars he's hit with his projectiles and he presses a button and the first car, it like embeds into the car and takes over the drivetrain of the car to stop the front wheel from going like it hits the brakes on the right front wheel and causes that car to crash with one of our heroes in it. And I'm like, what? So <laughs> That's RPGs what you're was better. <laughs> <laughs> a grenade launcher would be a thousand times more effective than the shoot the thing perfectly, embed it, wait for it to activate, pull out my tablet and have to tap through the screens to get it to do the thing. Because Paul Walker after watching this happen for 45 seconds and the two cars in front of him drives over and hits his little thing off and the bad guys are like, Oh, this car foo is too powerful. And I'm like, this is so stupid. <laughs> and then, uh, they, they get into an ambush and a dude has like a Barrett 50 cal sniper rifle, but it's got like a 10 round magazine on this thing. And he's just, shooting fast <laughs> like just imagine like going to a range of the handgun is going pat, 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 pat. is that a target <laughs> imagine a 50 caliber sniper rifle just, <laughs> just unloading <laughs> and everybody's fine of course but like it's shredding through these cars and i'm like you should all be dead again and then uh gal is in the middle of the street well all, all the good guys come out with their handguns and shoot to the 30-story building that he's sniping from, right? They're all like, <laughs> And then she's standing in the middle of the road behind no cover, and an Asian dude comes out of nowhere and tackles her right before the pavement explodes with these 50-caliber rounds blast. Like, again, like, this is stupid. And they hide behind a mailbox. And the, the London mailbox is strong enough to stop 50-cal rounds. 
So, well, they're made of this... the metal, so they are made. So are the cars, but they didn't stop. <laughs> uh, I guess they have windows. <sighs> After all of this, they regroup, and Hobbs is like, "So, how are we going to find him?" And then Diesel looks around at his team, and he's like, "So, guys, those were custom cars. We got to find out where who had those custom pieces." No, no normal tuner shop. It'd be good enough for these. Got to go like, I'm like, they're tracking. Like, it's all about cars. I know it is, but I hate it now. And so it's so stupid. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. If we know where they got the cars from, we'll find Shah. It's like, no, because cars drive away. <laughs> and you see, they got the cars and they drove away from the people that had the tune-ups done. Therefore, they are not there. So you cannot track them this way. You're being stupid. But how do you really feel? Then, like I, that? then I then I stopped. So last little bit of our podcast, last 15, 20, 30 minutes, whatever we want to talk about. <laughs> did did you ruin me on these movies? Is it your fault? This is what I'd like to explain. Why is it my fault? Because when I was a teenager, I liked these movies. <laughs> because I liked the music, especially in Tokyo Drift. I liked the cars. I liked the whole idea that if I drove cars, I'd be very popular and all the girls would like me. Those were very appealing concepts to me as a teenager. And now I'm no longer a teenager. We, we I already... Think, ex- <laughs> I think you ruined me. I think it's your fault that you drug me out of those teenage years. In terms of like I, enjoying good I, movies. I dragged you nowhere. First off, we already established <laughs> earlier on <laughs> that this was intended to be pleasing to 14, 15 year olds. You just said this was great for your teenage self. We, yeah. we realized that. You got older, Brett. You are no longer a teenager. <laughs> is it really just the passing of the years, though? Is that really what it is? Because... I think that's a major part, yes. I think you're probably right, but what a terrible audience. Maybe it's not a terrible <laughs> audience, but like it's, this is a really big franchise. They make a lot of money uh-huh. and they can't make it off of only teenagers. Oh, you're right. Yeah, right? you're right. You know, lots of people don't get older. Oh, wait, huh? <laughs> you know I don't mean about? necessarily age. I mean, mentality. Okay. Yeah. So again, so like you're you're nullifying your point a little bit. Yes, there was a passing <laughs> of years on my part, but there was at least some maturity happening, and I think you had a hand in that, at least somewhat. What did I do? Me? What did you do? What did I do? From, from the time I was five, you've influenced my media. That I've enjoyed till this day. Like you have been a wager, strong guiding hand in this. I would wager your mother had far more influence than I did. I think you're wrong. Because my mother was very excited about a few things, sure, but I think my mother's influence mostly was gatekeeping, <laughs> where there is no second Indiana Jones film. For example, like <laughs> there's only the first Jurassic Park two and three don't exist, like th- that kind of thing. 
right? And like that, I didn't know about it until later, sure, but me watching those movies wouldn't have necessarily had a large impact on me. But when you said something was cool, I thought it was cool before I even <laughs> saw it and knew what it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. So when I was a teenager watching Fast and Furious movies, you weren't, and I probably didn't get as into them as I could have because I probably talked to you about them back in the day. And I'm like, hey, Eric, I watched Fast and Furious. It was super cool. You probably said something like, yeah, kind of lame, kind of dumb movies. I don't and remember like, ever having that conversation. I don't. I don't know either. I don't remember. So this is all academic right now. <laughs> could be, but you probably said no. They're, they're probably just lame or something. I'd be like, oh yeah, it's totally <laughs> lame. You're right. And so, so you're basing this premise of me unduly <laughs> infecting <laughs> your opinions of films with this proposed interaction that probably never happened <laughs> i remember at least one thing maybe happening closer to an actual memory in the tokyo Drift <laughs> soundtrack there is a song and we shared songs a lot back then and i think i shared the song with you and i'm like isn't this so cool it's from that fast and furious movie and you're like no i, don't know, I like that song i think that actually happened pretty okay. sure it's at That's least 50 percent more likely yeah yeah <laughs> Am I sad that I left this stage behind? I don't know. Not really. Like it it feels dumb. Like like the whole I think his name is Han. Han and Gal scene. I forgot, I don't actually know the actor's name. But the epilogue where he's driving and making out with Gal on top of him while driving, right? As you mentioned, that is a very appealing to a 14-year-old perspective like how cool that is and she is a pretty woman in this movie but watching that scene i'm just like that's so unsafe that was my first thought right? like, <laughs> they're going to crash and die and that's bad because you can't see around her face and so like that's die happy that's a, Die happy, I guess. Sure, why not? <laughs> if I just made out with a girl while driving a car, that's all I need. The rest of my life is a moot point. Like, what <laughs> other great heights could I ever achieve? <laughs> if that, anyway. Hey, you what know, is, whatever afterlife you got there, that'd be the way to talk about it. So, how'd you go? Oh, man. I was making out with Gal Gadot while driving into the sunset. Dude. I know, right? I know. Until that semi truck. And then I wasn't driving into the sunset anymore. It was a semi truck. And then we both got crushed to death before burning for hours at the bottom of a ravine before rescue teams identified us by our dental records. You know, like. <laughs> Sweet. Super cool. I'm just saying, I think I'm boring now in, in this regard. You know, like it's two, well, at least one attractive person making out with another person on screen. And probably, I think she was wearing something skimpy as the rest of the movie she was too. But, and my first thought is 
vehicular safety and like is something wrong with me or am I just old and grumpy? I don't know. Yeah. Passing over to you. Diagnose me. What's going on? And what yeah, was your first thought during that scene? Okay. <laughs> I'm old and grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> You're older and grumpier, that's for sure. So uh what was your first thought in that scene? Did it go to vehicle safety? No, it went to what I'm talking about. Like this is just that maybe it was safety. I mean, I don't know if it was specifically that, but like just how ludicrous the whole thing was. I that's what I said when I brought it up. Like, right. what? <laughs> this is just not a thing. Nobody would do this. It's just situated to look so cool, but totally unfeasible. Yeah. Yeah. There was a uh, an old flash game called Need for Madness. It was a racing game. And there's a disclaimer before you started this game that says everything in this game, you know, what was made on the premise of if it looks cool, then it <laughs> is cool. <laughs> and that was the disclaimer. And so like the physics were super janky. Everything was just real hard to control, but it was a blast. This movie had the same principle. If it looks cool, it is cool. But it didn't land. No, nope. <laughs> didn't land every time. Didn't land like half the time for me. Because I'm just like, because it didn't. Throwing... I, I don't know that it looked cool. <laughs> <laughs> we we it's have like the a crew child's version and, of cool. And and they bust into the drug house, right? And like you got all the people making more packing drugs or. And it's the classic sweatshop, whatever, doing their thing. And they have like two armed guards, maybe. Right. And like, again, these people who drive cars real fast overpowers them with firearms. And then at the end, they're like, we're not stealing your money. I forgot the line. We're burning it. We're destroyed. <laughs> whatever. And. I was looking at the fuel to currency ratio and I'm like, would that actually burn all the way through? (laughs) Would that just burn the top layer of money? And like, like there's not enough oxygen. They packed it way too tight. Like, again, these are the thoughts I'm having as they're burning a pile of money. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) I don't think this works like you think it works. Did I have those Uh same qualms while watching the dark Knight? I didn't. Because I saw the conflagration of bonfireness there, and the Joker put way too much fuel in that stuff. Like, I don't know. It felt so different. But they were going for that vibe, you know? Like, they were, they were mm-hmm. pulling that. So I think you're right. I think this was written by 14-year-old boys for 14-year-old boys, regardless of what age they happen to be in real life. So to enjoy these films, you've just got to let your 14-year-old boy come out, Brad. That seems like a bad plan. I think that's a very bad plan. <laughs> I don't know about your 14-year-old self, but mine was real stupid. <laughs> uh huh. There is a reason so- why we get older. There is a reason why we get older. All right. So this was the actual point I was trying to get to in the last 15 minutes. Is there a place for these movies in our sphere of enjoyment? 
like would there be a time now that you've seen this that you're like you know what I would feel? i'm in the mood for another fast and furious movie let's watch fast and furious six because i'm in the mood for what they offer do you ever get that I mean, mood these days i don't know well i told you uh, while i was watching it for the most part i i actually enjoyed it more than i thought i was going to the okay. suspension of disbelief kind of went off the rails as soon as we're using a giant safe as a tail attached car mace you know mm-hmm. or flail mm-hmm. <laughs> it was absurd there was a lot more absurd stuff before then but this was just so so over the top um, <laughs> but I mean do I ever get the urge for absurd movies yeah I, for sure do I ever just want like a mindless flick sure I don't know that I'd necessarily go for the Fast and Furious. I mean, I think I was in that mindset when I went to watch Red for the first time. You know, just want to see some stupid action. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Red is stupid action, and I agree with you completely. But there's like an actual kind of heartwarming little like love story in there a little bit. You know? (laughs) It's, It's weird. It's, it's and, a little there. It's also a little weird, but yeah. And I think maybe what the difference is, is that Red fully recognizes and leans in hard to okay. how ridiculous and over the top it is. Like there's tongue in cheek stuff that's going on the whole time. It's all supposed mm-hmm. to seem just kind of ridiculous. I think Fast and the Furious almost knows but it just tries too hard to make it seem plausible. Or at least they take it too serious. Yeah, they're they're going for the serious cool guy look. And it's just not. Yeah. How how can you take this serious? Like it's Yes, that's the problem. Yeah. In Fast and Furious 6, in this 25 minutes I watched... Vin Diesel gets shot by returning character that has amnesia or whatever. Oh. So he, he he takes a round into the shoulder from about, I don't know, 15, 20 feet away from a handgun. So like full power. Either there's no drop off, there's no whatever. He just, just takes it on the shoulder. He goes back to his car place, like the, the their secret headquarters with their, with their cars in it. Um, and he performs surgery on himself to remove the bullet with the needle nose. With like, basically, yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's got like a specialized tool for it, and he's got like a little thing of gauze. So he's covering the bullet hole wound with some gauze, and he grimaces like a half grimace as he rips the bullet out. And the bullet is good, like inch and a half long. Like this is a big bullet. And it's just lodged in there somewhere, and it's like pristine, no blood, no blood on the gauze. Problem solved. And he's talking normally, and like five seconds later, and I'm like, he's a medic now that performs surgery on himself. It's cause, and he's fine. It's because he's a man, Brad. Because mm, he's a man. You, it's true. You will, 
your blood vessels to stop pumping. <laughs> like, Hold on, I'm shot. <laughs> Get that second round there. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> You're not leaving. And the bullets are like deformed and stuff. He's got like a big old like dent in the side. Like it's like flat on one side, like completely. And I'm like. You realize that bullet shot a guy, right? Like, there's nothing in that guy that would have deformed a bullet unless his shoulder blades or like shoulder bones or vibranium. Like, that, there's nothing happening here. <laughs> but I could hear the 14 year old saying, and then Diesel gets shot, right? Yeah. So uh, he goes back and he pulls the bullet out himself and he's real tough about it because <laughs> that's what real men so cool. do. So cool. And then the other guy will be like, ah, that's a custom-made bullet only for this special custom-made gun. And did you know that handguns are illegal in London? Therefore, it must be really hard to come by. And I'm like, the, these are things that 14-year-olds would say. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> <sighs> I, I remember You're, a long time ago, there was like there were like these two kids that had shot each other or something. And... He survived, but it all came down to like they were interrogated after being apprehended and everything like that. And they, in the interrogation, they asked them, like, why? Why did you do that? And it came down to them saying, like, well, we didn't think it would hurt. <laughs> Is there any wonder why kids don't think? weapons and guns do anything effective it's because in the movies you're like mm, i got shot and i shrug it off let's keep going <laughs> what yeah like i get a paper cut and i'm like ow dang it that really hurts just imagine <laughs> a hunk of metal <laughs> shoving into your shoulder your leg your whatever and we're not talking sharp (laughs) it's blunt (laughs) (laughs) it's going faster than the speed of sound into your body (laughs) ripping apart everything in its way ow just imagine the fastest thing you've ever seen move this thing goes faster than that and it's in your body (laughs) because not many people have seen supersonic things with their bare eyes but yeah um the first time this was like a year ago this is really recent the first time i learned that cannonballs like on old pirate ships like the the classic you know 1600 1700 galleons whatever those cannonballs go like mach 2.5 and i'm like holy crap like (laughs) some of those cannonballs are like 10 pounds and they're going (laughs) two and a half times the speed of sound like if you're standing on this ship, you can see the flash <laughs> of the cannon, you'd be atomized. And then a couple <laughs> seconds later, you'd hear the sound of the cannon over there <laughs> with, you know, I don't know, your, your ghost that got launched into space because of how fast this cannonball was going. Like, that's just terrifying. Yeah. And, and I've learned that if you can hear gunshots, you should be happy. Because you're not dead. You didn't get hit. <laughs> <laughs> you did a good job. Um, did you ever see anyway. uh, Master and Commander? 
No, but I really, really want to. Yeah. I think you'd like it, actually. I, uh, I think I would. I, I watched the uh, drumming to quarters scene, and I'm like, ooh, they're doing this great. I got to watch this movie. Yeah, my dad loves that movie, which is so weird. Um, He was all into it. And I, me, I was a little squeamish, I think. It was a little too much for me. Um, yeah. But there is a scene where they're like on their ship in the fog and like just this thing rips across their deck. It was like, <laughs> and you never heard it coming. It was, mm-hmm. it was the, the cannonballs from this other ship that had fired on them. So mm-hmm. it's, it's the cool. Cause it was the, without warning thing. You're like, what the? <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway. Ben Diesel just takes it. It's, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> your, your story about the two kids who shot each other reminds me of the, uh, the, the stupid YouTube stunt group. I don't, I don't know. There's two dumb kids trying to do like a YouTube stunt. I say kids. They're like 16, 17, 18 years old. It was a, a guy and his girlfriend testing out a revolver, like a 50 cal revolver. You know, will this phone book stop this bullet? You know, so the dude held up like a phone book or two in front of his chest and had his girlfriend shoot him and he died. And then she go into jail (laughs) or prison rather for involuntary manslaughter of whatever degree. And they're like, why did you think this was a good idea? And saying, well, I thought the book would stop. Like, no, you're an idiot. And now she has to live with killing her boyfriend the rest of her life and i'm like it was the same concept right of like these are not toys like these are very very dangerous weapons get through it anyway people are so dumb so dumb so dumb but the uh i don't know if i can get in this mood for this movie i would much rather watch red or get smart or make a gun (laughs) or like something a little bit smarter than this, because this is like, check out the hot girls, the fast cars, and we're going to blow stuff up and shoot guns. Yep. Yep. Right. And the, uh, the hot girls thing used to appeal to me when I was again, a teenager. Now it appeals to me less because it feels grosser in a, Uh a lot of ways. It's weird, but it feels real gross these days. And I'm like, I don't know, I don't like what? that. Can, this can is book, coming you... from a married man. <laughs> we, we are both married. That's true. But like when the, the scene opens up, you know, and all you see is like two women walking, but it's like just their waist, you know, just focusing in on their butts as they're walking away from the camera. And I'm like, can you pull that camera up a little bit? Like, can we, can we find a different focal point? Like, this is just bad this is a bad thing yeah leering like well, that mean, is bad <clears throat> there's a lot about that too especially with uh with recent things you know the the me too movement and all this stuff I, i'm really hesitant <laughs> to uh about this stuff that encourages objectification of women yeah. You know, it's like it's encouraging 
thinking of them only as they appear and in like you're allowed to look where you want to look and it's it, that's never that's not okay it's not okay it's, but these films are encouraging that kind of thing which yeah. is just not comfortable and you can't look anywhere else either you know it's one thing to <laughs> be out there amongst people and you know you that guy that looks down and looks over you feel uncomfortable. You like you don't want to be that guy who gets caught like checking this girl out because you're now seen as this predator. Mm-hmm. Well, now in these films, you are put in the position of that predator, and you're not allowed to look anywhere else. <laughs> it's like this is not good. It's not, this good. Is not something that we should be encouraging. And like it's. It serves zero story purpose, which makes it worse, right? Uh Like this is for the viewer only. Like Gal, I don't have to say it now. Gal Gadot, Gadot, uh huh, Gadot, making out with the guy, and like that had a story purpose, right? Like still kind of the same intent. (laughs) It was more for the viewer, but like yeah, they have a relationship and they carried over to the next movie, like. It, it does serve story purposes. It's not just, let's just zoom the camera in on a girl walking by, right? Like that's, at least it's a little bit different. And that's a good thing. Um, so yeah, don't like being that predator. And it just feels uncomfortable to me, for sure. The cars are less exciting now, since I've decided that fast cars are a waste of money and time for me, at least. So... That doesn't have an appeal anymore. The gunplay is laughable now that I understand how guns work and how basic not getting shot Physics. works. Physics, sure. <laughs> that'll that'll do. So then all of a sudden what's left is the criminal elements of it, the heist stuff. And the heist only works if I actually care about the characters doing the heisting. And I don't care about these characters. Yep. Fun fact, though, I did have a big old crush on... Paul Walker's wife in this film when I was a teenager. She was my favorite character. Yeah, she's like the prettiest woman in the whole world. I don't (laughs) feel that way anymore. (laughs) Yeah, she was uh, Chuck's girlfriend. Yeah, Chuck is in the TV show, Chuck. Yeah, yeah. The one from Stanford that Bryce Larkin stole from him. (laughs) <laughs> Chuck is another good alternative to uh oh, man to this I one. I love Chuck. Again, lots of gratuitous like check out the hot girls stuff in the show. But the that. characters in the show are also shown doing that and how stupid they look at the same time. Like it has character motivations at least a little bit. Yeah in there it largely fits within the context of what's being told i do wish it had less but (laughs) 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 it's such a fantastic show casey casey's such a great character (laughs) casey's a great character yeah Uh, it's good so no i don't want to continue on our fast and furious rampage i might watch hobbs and shaw because that one looked fun 
And like, I like The Rock. I like Jason Statham. It doesn't have the other characters in it, as far as I'm aware. And blonde haired, what's her face? I liked her in the Mission Impossible movie. Number six, five, five or six. Blonde she was cool. What's her face? And she's in it. Oh, and there's also uh, Idris Elba in Hobbs and Shaw. So, like. Oh, he's cool. I like that guy. He's way cool. He's the bad guy. Oh. Yeah. He uh, has a scene where he's like, I'm the black Superman. He, he says Must those words. That. <laughs> In the trailer, yeah. That is a thing, though, isn't that? Like, isn't there a black Superman? Isn't that Black Adam? Isn't that? No, no. No? No. There is actually a character who is Superman. But oh. anyway. Um, I don't know. I think it was actually in the works. They like tossed around the idea of having the next Superman live action film be about him. And it was going to be played by Michael B. Jordan or something like that. Oh, he's the guy who played, uh, what's his name? In the, the Tom Clancy thing. No Killmonger one Amazon? from paint. Oh, Killmonger. Black Panther. I think he also played what I'm thinking of. It could have. Is it Clark? I think his name's Clark. But from Tom Clancy. Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't remember what the character's name is, though. It's something L, you know. Not Cal-L, but... uh... Oh, wait, no. Was it... Maybe it was Azad. It was Azad? One of the Zods? Really? Is that what it was? Yeah, Val Zod. Val Zod is the second person to take on the mantle of Superman on Earth 2. Cool. Val Zod made his debut in 2014. Yep. So there you go. There is a black Superman. Anyway, Very cool. <clears throat> beside the point. Very cool. Beside the point. I don't regret my time watching Fast and Furious 5, if only for the fact that I now know I don't need to watch the rest anymore. Yeah. Like, except for maybe Hobbs and Shaw, because I had a really cool opening scene um, that I watched on YouTube. But <laughs> maybe I'll just watch the highlights. It's also a possibility. <laughs> Thank you so much for going on this adventure with me. But yeah, sure, my we'll, pleasure. We'll, we'll call it. We'll call it here. We don't need to go any further. And uh, let's go watch better movies for our next thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you as always for listening, and we'll catch you next week.